the fire Tick-tock is coming down to the wire Flying like a phoenix, wings unfurl It's a good day to save the world Welcome, everybody, to episode 137 of the MetaDealist 2 podcast, which features myself, Ben. And David. And today is trailer day. We're it going is to trailer day. Ooh. go through. I guess we had two trailers, so we're going to go detail looks, uh, frame by frame, and speculate and what <laughs> what is in store for us here in series 12 with Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. The doctor, as the eponymous Doctor Who. But I guess before that, sad news, uh, Wendy Williams, who played Vira in the Ark in Space, has died at the age of 84. Right. Explain yourselves. Well, there isn't very much to explain. We're just travelers in space like yourself. That is not adequate. Uh, my name's Sullivan. Surgeon Lieutenant Harry Sullivan, actually. And uh, this is the doctor. You claim to be med techs? Sorry? Yeah, my doctorate is purely honorary, and Harry here is only qualified to work on sailors. My name is Vira. I'm a first medtech. Well, I'm delighted to hear it. You see, we happen to be in rather desperate need of medical help. So, uh, she, she'll be missed. Uh, she's... She will be missed. That She was a, a very, very strong casting in the Ark in Space. Mm-hmm. And one of the only female main characters in the whole Hinchcliffe Holmes era. So right, right. Uh, very significant in that standpoint, too. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, she was on Zed Cars and... She was in Survivors. She was, yeah. she was. I mean, she's sort of, a, she's really a familiar face on mm-hmm. kind of British TV of the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, very, you know, Very, very striking woman, too. Very, very striking, yes. Uh, yes, certainly that was the case. Um, I think, you know, it's it's, it's interesting. Um, again, I think we've said this before on the podcast, but... We are going to keep on losing these people at mm. an increasingly, uh, and the rate of lo- of loss will increase mm-hmm. um, from those kind of 70s classic, well, 60s. We've still got folks from the 60s left. Indeed. Um, Sad news, but great performance in the Arkham space, and yep. uh, sadly, another Who actor no longer able to be in Big Finish. So. Gone to that great, <laughs> that great, great Who acting Group in the sky. The green room it's, in the sky. The green room in the sky. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, trailers. Trailers. Yeah. So, we, two yeah, trailers. Right. So, there's two trailers. two trailers this year. They were rather late. We were expecting some maybe at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, but no trailers until relatively recently. In fact, we had a trailer for the trailer, or a preview of where we just sat and watched space for... Almost a month, it would seem like. Watch this space, yes. Mm-hmm. And then now, of course, this, the, the the tagline is space for all. Yeah, very so inclusive guess, of Chris Chibnall, of course. I guess they're going to um, they're going to beat the kind of space thing to death. Um, I'm looking forward to other space based taglines mm-hmm. as we move into next year. Um, the first story is called Spyfall, right? Spyfall, yeah. Which should be called a, Spacefall. Should be called Spacefall or Spy Space. Spy Space. By space or spacefall? I think spacefall has already been taken, as far as I remember. Wasn't spyfall about... already taken? Uh, no, skyfall. Oh, skyfall. Oh, right. no, that's the so it Bond is... movie. Yeah, so it is. It's. I was going to say it's a pun. It's not really a pun at all. It's like a direct 
reference, reference yeah. to a James Bond movie. <laughs> Not much in subtlety fact, in it. <laughs> I think it's the least subtle reference you could imagine. In fact, there were a whole, uh, certainly on Twitter, I was being amused by uh, everyone being, as usual, usual very droll hmm. and witty and coming up with uh, Doctor Who themed um, James Bond <laughs> titles. So, I mean, of course, the first James Bond movie is Doctor No, so that could be just like Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Right. Um, and then, you know, um, uh, 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 all the others. From from Cardiff with Love. <laughs> from Cardiff with Love. Uh, uh, Who Finger or something. Moonbase Breaker. Yeah, Moonbase Breaker. Um, the who who loved me dalek who loved me so you know anyway <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can you can you can you can you can you can right um I, I think as i said before one of the distinguishing features of a british christmas and new year not not it's a holiday season is a james bond movie mm. um i think probably less so nowadays because of streaming and home media yeah. but you know chris chibnall is my age i guess maybe slightly older um, he will remember the Christmases of his childhood and he will remember the family settling around the television set after the Queen's speech and watching a James Bond movie. And that's exactly what he's done here. So it's a, I think it's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the first one on New Year's Day. New Year's Day, obviously, the, 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 uh, the, the, the adults have had a rough night. Um, and they <laughs> put, the, put the children in front of Doctor Who or a James Bond movie. And then I think we've got the subsequent nine episodes on Sundays going forward. Is it yes, Sundays? Okay. I think it's, it says it says here on Sundays. What what does it say? What does it say? I'm just reading things off the internet <laughs> at this point. Um, it says, ah, Katie Manning's big face. Right. Season 12 is set to be an epic action-packed roller coaster. Um, blah, blah, blah. Thrilling 10-part series. So there will be 10 parts. Okay. Though, of course, there is no Christmas special, so mm. there's that. Boo. Ten part, boo. Thrilling 10-part series, which will land on New Year's Day 2020 with subsequent episodes airing on Sundays. All right. So, so. I think we've got Sundays in mm-hmm. rest of January, um, Sundays in February, which means, interestingly enough, there'll be an episode of Doctor Who airing during Gallifrey One, which will be kind of insane. It will be. Since everyone who's at that convention is literally a fan of Doctor Who, um, <laughs> and therefore will all want to go and watch it. <laughs> It'll be in the big room for sure. Uh, if everyone can fit, I mean, I, you know, I guess the you know the way you kind of organize those conventions is you know there's something for everybody, and you right. can, can divide stuff up. Um, but yes, um, mm. <laughs> everybody will be in that room watching their favorite show. Um, so that would be actually kind of interesting. I don't think. I mean, I. Oh, it's only second time I've ever been to a convention, but I certainly don't. I but can't remember. That will be a first. That's. I think that's the I first time ever. I think it's a first. Yeah. So they're going to have to punch up their screen game and yes. their projection game. Yes. I think uh, Stuart Lyons, if that is your real name, Steve. Steve uh, Lyons. Steve Lyons. That's it. Steve Lyons. Um, so yeah, it'd be kind of exciting actually, especially if they've got actually contemporary stars with them, which I doubt they'll have actual. Well, I mean, they won't. Have the most actual... contemporary would be Pearl Mackey, and I doubt. Yeah, she, what would she say about you know two she, seasons she, since she was in it? She'd say, she'd say, yeah, it's great. Um, well, so, yeah, uh, well done. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if there's people like Stuart Manning and their stuff, and and people like that there again, I think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to have those folks. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm sure there's some last minute scrambling mm-hmm. in Gallery Braces' massive domed HQ uh, <laughs> at the LAX. 
of the LAX exactly mm. with a you know I don't know yes all the silver trees and stuff they've got trying to trying trying to fit that into the program mm-hmm. it's kind of weird that you know we had last series 11 the women who fell to earth and now we have spy fall there's something about falling uh, yeah. that uh, that Chibnall likes for season openers well, there's certainly, I mean, it's certainly it's old-fashioned movie. I mean, I mean, old-fashioned, i.e. his, you know, because obviously The Woman Who Fell to Earth is the man who fell to Earth, right. um, David Bowie, and I'm yeah. just just looking at him. I'm certain that Chibnall is a Bowie fan. <laughs> and and this, and this, of course, is a Bond. Is I mean, I don't think yeah. we've, we've got... One thing we haven't got yet is, is titles for the... Unless they're in the new DWM, which of course I'm not going to get for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. where the, we, we, we've got titles. I'm wondering if the, if the, if the episode two of this two-parter um, Spyfall is also a Bondy, Bondy, Bondy theme. Shaken, not stirred, probably, or something like that. Yeah, stirred, not shaken, or yeah, <laughs> Tardist, not. Anyway, so yeah, so it's clear looking at the trailers, your what clips are coming from that? Mm-hmm. Basically, every clip that's got the Doctor and the Doctor's family, crew, friends, team. Doctor's fam, yep. um, team in bow ties. Yeah. Um, That'll be that'll be the Bond one. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the one that's also set in a vineyard, which I mm-hmm. guess the implication that's in France, though it looks to me that was again shot in South Africa. So should we? So should we uh, watch the trailer and then get into it since we're already starting let's, to? Let's watch the trailer. Okay, so this okay. is the first trailer. This uh, debuted on Doctor Who Day, November twenty third, and uh, we'll press play. Are you ready? I am ready now. Ah. Um, I didn't press play. I'm sorry. Wait a oh, second. All right. That's oh, okay. Well, oh, wait, I haven't found it. Ah, ah. Um, ah, ah, you can cut. You can cut this. All right. Let me <laughs> cut this. All right. Uh, ready, steady, press play. Now. The name's Doctor. The Doctor. The security of this entire planet is at stake. Can we rely upon you? I'm not where I wanted to be, but I can work with this. What? I don't suppose you've seen anything weird around here. Do you believe this is a human? What's the plan? You trust me, don't you? Have I got one on it? Where are we? Paris, 1943? Oh, no. Something's coming for me. I can feel it. Let it come. Because we're your mates. Family. Get away from them! You know things will get into the TARDIS. You never die. What have you brought here, Doctor? I don't know. All right. All right. There you go. We're not going to watch the rest of it right now, okay? That's well, just... we've we've already subscribed to the Doctor Who channel, so indeed we have. <laughs> so, as you were saying, it was, uh, looks like it's set in France or someplace, but it's probably a vineyard filmed in South Africa. Yeah, and they're being chased in a car, mm-hmm. uh, and they're shooting. I think all that's got to be um, same episodes. That's got to be same episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Lenny Henry is maybe the villain here, since he's grimacing and shooting. I'm uh, I'm thinking that, but I'm thinking we're meant to think that. I'm thinking that yeah, perhaps yeah. he's actually an ally, but they're cutting it so he's sinister i don't know though though i'll have to say lenny henry in season three of broadchurch was an evil 
um, co-op owner. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that. So, yeah. yeah, so, so you know, he could be an evil person. And then uh, Stephen Fry is being cast completely against type <laughs> as, a, as an establishment fixer of some kind. So mm-hmm. that's good to see. That's a shame, actually. I would, I mean, I guess, you know, I guess Stephen will just do what Stephen wants to do. But right. it would have been more fun to have him be, I don't know, painted blue. Have him be one of those fat blue aliens <laughs> that we were having for a while. But yeah, yeah. So in playing off the James Bond pastiche, the the name's Doctor, the Doctor. So yes, it, yeah. it follows that uh, linguistic pattern. There, uh, we see a, we see some outer space shots. It looks like we have an old Apollo or Gemini service module about to re-enter Earth, and then yeah, and then it being shot at perhaps by. A bigger ship with green lasers or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, I'd have to look again. I'm not reading that as an actual historic spacecraft. Mm, I mean, a real actual historic spacecraft of Mm, some kind. mm -hmm. It's certainly a dated spacecraft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked very Apollo to me, but maybe that's just because of the moon landing anniversary this year that it kind of put in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And we have the doctor wearing those uh, welding goggles again. She has her welding glasses on. Back to Sheffield. Back to the welding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it just uh, reinforced that so we have a character options figure with her with the welding glasses oh, on. Cheap, cheap a variant. Yeah, a, 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 the welding glass variant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the doctor is showing her practical skills mm-hmm. yeah. as a welder. What yeah. did you make of that... Uh, I don't know if it's a skylight or a window with that being or something being slam slamming up against it, kind of breaking the glass. It's a reinforced window. Well, that I mean, that reinforced window reminded me of the kind of reinforced windows you get in kind of industrial places, mm-hmm. you know, welding shops, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe the doctor's Sheffield based welding area is being attacked by an alien um would you think that's the same aliens as the ones that are trying to get into the tardis the kind of varden styly ones but i I guess if they they seem to be able to get through doors so Mm -hmm. they presumably able to get through a window (laughs) right um so the the opening bit i guess with uh like you had mentioned stephen fry in the wood paneled office and him doing this you know in a stephen fry voice the security of this entire planet is at stake I'm a little bit, I'll have to say I'm a little bit, um, what's the word? Uh, I mean, the doctor, does, should the doctor work for MI6? I mean, MI6 is like, I mean, I guess in terms of kind of movies, it fits. And I guess, I guess technically James Bond works for MI6. But MI6, you know, it's a real thing. And they're not particularly good people in some ways i mean with, in the same way that unit can be you know a good thing because it doesn't exist right. and it can be whatever you want right but, i mean mi6 is the secret intelligence service you know it's the um spy agency well, it's the british british equivalent of the, of the cia well i guess the doctor mm-hmm. could work for the cia couldn't she i don't know how how, how would we feel about that what it'll be in 30 years time is uh doctor who fans of that time will look back on it and say how how uh, out of date it is and how of its time it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything like that and just yeah. uh, you know the doctor shouldn't have been working for mi6 or a MI6. spy agency i don't know yeah. i think it yeah. just fits the genre and you know doctor who traditionally has been the genre machine it is genre yeah that, that, that is 
That is true. That is true. But I mean, again, it's 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 slightly <laughs> pushing the doctor in this kind of you know establishment direction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, I I think yeah. Anyway, yes. I mean, I think that's that's just a just a little little irritation from me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still a good point though. Yeah. Um. And then we have so, the doctor and Yaz stuck either under floorboards or behind a wall, and the doctor saying, "I'm not where I want it to be, but I can work with this." Floor or wall? What do you think? It would be weird if they were behind a wall like that. I'm going with floor. Okay. Wonder how they got there. I think a monster put them there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's going out on a limb there. <laughs> a spy. A spy monster. Spy a monster. Doctor, a, yeah, the spy monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doctor Who and the spy monsters. And then uh, uh, we get a spaceship blasting off from either a nebula or water, and then the Doctor. Uh, and Graham and Ryan inside something technical. Maybe it's that spaceship and the doctor going, whoa. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> that's obviously there's going to something that's going to happen in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Oh, whoa. There you yeah. go. There she goes. Yeah. And then we get the yeah. Jadoon, which says something like Frojo Co. What is so that? Is Joe Jody? I don't know. I don't know. What, what is that? And we need a, we need a Jadoonese translator. Frojo Co. Frojo Co. Hmm. Um, where where is Nick Briggs when we need him? <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, Do you think Nick is going to be the Judoon voice as as tradition? Yeah, maybe. Um, I'd have to say it's not a hard voice to do. So <laughs> they could probably just get you know someone else if you know Nick was busy busy mm, doing something else. Yeah, but maybe uh, it's a Chibnall cameo. But yeah, I mean the so the Judoon is space policeman. Yep, space time policemen, right? Aren't they part of the shadow proclamation? Yeah, I mean they certainly they they're not anchored in a particular time, right? So presumably, and since we know the episode's set in Gloucestershire in Cheltenham, um, okay. or shot in Cheltenham, mm-hmm. they've come to Earth to arrest some kind of criminal. Hmm. Prisoner Zero esque, I'm guessing. Prisoner Zero esque. Um, I mean, if it's going to be, it can't be the Master. Um, I'm wondering what other criminals space. It'll be some kind of random space criminal. Maybe it's um, maybe it's old Tim Shaw again. Maybe he's up to his tricks. Or the space racist. Or the space the racist. racist. Attack of the time racists. <laughs> yes, because I mean I have to say Cheltenham is not it's not without its fair share of racists. Hmm. So um, maybe the Jadoon has just come to arrest racists in general. Well, that would fit. Who knows? Fit well. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then we have uh, Graham and Yaz stopping abruptly, surrounded by junk, and both of them say, "What?" <laughs> So we have whoa, whoa. and we have and what? what. Yeah. So what is that? Who knows? But it's followed by the doctor with longer hair spinning around, and then this Empress of Arachnus-looking alien snarling. And I don't. I more I think about it, I don't think it looks more like the Empress of Arachnus. I think it's a different alien. Well, this is the same. I'm, I'm maybe jumping forward a bit here, but this is the same. I'm imagining this is the same race as whatever kind of space scorpion is running around through in mm. you know early early 1900s New York with Nikolai mm. Tesla. I'm uh-huh. I'm saying I'm having that as all the same episode. Hmm. Um, I still think it could be Arachnos. I think it could be Arachnos relative, hmm. sort of like how the Sensorettes and the Ood are relatives. Yeah, yeah. Or they just you know they can't be bothered to design a new face, mm-hmm. um, and they just went with went with something similar. Um, but I'm I'm calling I'm calling that as all one episode. Okay, I yeah. think they're separate stories. Personally, I think. Oh really? Yeah, I think the huh. So so you think the space scorpion. Uh, they look more. So the space like, scorpion is definitely that's, that's definitely Tesla. Like, yeah, like I his, think 
but I think that the the, okay. that the alien is more is probably a different episode. Oh, okay. That that would be that's that's my hunch, but I don't know because you know we haven't yeah. seen him yet. We haven't seen him yet. That's true. But we definitely have had confirmed that that's Nikola Tesla hiding behind a crate with some uh, assistant, female assistant. I'm guessing. And uh, then we see the doctor with a miner's lamp on her head with, again, the doctor saying something very doctory. I don't suppose you've seen anything weird around here. Yeah. And as <laughs> soon as she says that, something fires at her. And then something quick cut happens. till we see the TARDIS flying through space and time. There you go. Yes. So a little different headgear than the welder's goggles. We have a miner's lamp. Yeah. Very appropriate. Again, the doctor is northern. Um <laughs> Mining is traditionally a northern activity. Maybe not Sheffield. Well, a southern southern coalfield. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Makes okay. sense to me. So yeah. getting yeah. back to her Sheffield roots and uh, pretty good shot, I think, of the TARDIS going through space and time there. I, I, yeah. li- I like it rather than the tunnel. It's an update on that. It's pretty cool. It's not the hyperspace look that Star Wars ripped off. So it's yeah. it's yeah. it's a good update. Yeah. But then we go on to that big dome on Tatooine with a weird van, lorry, truck kind of driving past it. Yeah. Don't know what that is. Yep. That's the thing. And then we're back in the car again for a bit, right? Uh, before that, we see uh, Nikola Tesla uh, saying uh, something like, do you believe this is here? And then right. we see Yaz running out on the street, the 19th century street scene. And I think she's probably being pursued or running close behind here with Thomas Edison, if I can make out that blurry, gray-haired man. Oh, you, you, th- you so we've got Edison and Tesla? I think so. I think that's uh, what the casting news suggested, oh, that right. we have Edison and Tesla in that same episode. Going to have uh, gonna Westinghouse as well? Going to have the whole lot? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. A really tedious episode revolves, evolving slowly around the adventure of electricity. Yeah, it's all uh, about alternating late current night. or uh, direct, or direct current. current. Yes. Exactly, we're going <laughs> to... The doctor's going to save an elephant. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be a, a explanation on why U.S. electricity is so weak compared He's to so British weak. electricity. Ex- exactly, so <laughs> weak and feeble. And and then yes, and then yes, we do uh, return to the back seat of a vehicle with uh, Yaz asking what's the plan, and the doctor saying in the TARDIS, "You trust me, don't you?" And then we see the SUV screaming tires heading backwards into a tunnel of Ryan screaming. So it looks like Ryan is the screamer in Series 12. Yeah, yeah. And that's a that's a BMW SUV for, um, uh, for car fans there. Yes, mm. so which fits again with, uh, I think, the kind of international nature of... Um, that could be uh, in the Spyfall, second part there. Oh, that's oh, 100% that's in, that, that's in Spyfall. I can't... Car stunts are not something that traditionally happen in Doctor Who that much. Um, if they're doing a... We had that in Runaway Bride. What about the TARDIS? And... Oh, that's true. Um, that was a taxi, though, oh, uh, rather, okay. than, rather than a high-level SUV. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and certainly, again, spoiler alert, looking at the second trailer where we have another expensive car. Um, this is this is all stuff that's happening as, as part of the, uh, the spy. Yeah, so, well, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're right on there because yeah. spies and car chases, they just go... Hand and gloves. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then we see the doctor doing a little bit of hairdressing on Graham. He has this kind of big blue bulb on top with kind of like a hairdryer device on top of it. And yeah, the follow up line to the doctor saying, uh, 
You trust me, don't you? And I think this is a follow-on line of Graham saying, I never got on to that. So uh. Graham's a little bit apprehensive with uh, the doctor's uh, barbering skills. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. So I don't know if this is going to be like the haircut of the Exelons or Barbershop of hack. Mars. They're trying to hack into his brain for some mm, reason. Yeah. Who knows? Well, maybe yeah. it's trying to revive a memory of grace that's critical to Ooh. a story. A, a recipe for ginger shortbread or something <laughs> and that recipe you know when we have the empress of rachnus like alien and I, I don't think it's going to be a scorpion or a spider i think it's just going to be a bipedal alien okay but all right they will win the day right. by giving her grace's shortbread recipe she'll love that so much that she will switch to be top chef for you know great british bake-off rather than trying to conquer the earth yeah <laughs> yeah, that, I I think that's entirely likely. I'm just trying to think what other skills Grace has. But anyway, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then we see uh, uh, the Doctor racing through the vineyards on a motorcycle. Lenny Henry, as we mentioned earlier, firing a gun out of the back window of the limo. Yes, and again, interestingly, I mean, I, I know, I don't know that much about motorcycles. That looks like a kind of an old-fashioned motorcycle to me. That would fit. Um, yeah. Um, or, She's doing a good pertwee there, I think. Yeah, or, or at least an American-style motorcycle rather than a European motorcycle, um, mm. which means it probably is, again, an, an, an old-fashioned motorcycle, which, again, as said, you said fits with the... Uh, Fits with the Doctor. You know, the villains have, you know, swanky swanky SUVs and expensive yeah. cars. The Doctor is a vintage motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was in the TARDIS, like... Uh, oh, yeah, could be. It could like be the same one. the Matt Smith episode. Ooh, yeah, it could, could be, be. it could be Clara's old, old, old motorbike. <laughs> Clara, who suddenly developed an interest and ability to ride vintage motorcycles for no readily apparent reason. You know, I, I wonder if they're going to stick Ryan on a moped. That would be fitting. Oh, yes. <laughs> Or I, actually, I think there's only two uh, people accompanying the doctor, so that's probably Graham and Riaz. Ryan be kidnapped. not having the balance. Well, not having the balance as we've uh, established in True. series eleven of to be able to ride a bike. So unless unless we've totally thrown out dyspraxia, Ryan's probably not going to be on a cycle. Well, I mean, they could they could stick him in the sidecar. That would be that would be funny. <laughs> Uh, that'd be very Raiders of the yeah. Lost Ark. Then, but again, too. I mean, I think we have to try. It's a difficult line here with Ryan. You can't really mock his disability. No. Yet it's a pretty stupid disability. So you um, know, he, but he could be the damsel in distress that they're racing off to rescue. That's too. true. He that, could have been captured. Yeah, he could, have, he could be. He could be halfway up a ladder, and and not <laughs> not be able to get down. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then, then we get the doctor in the tux asking, where are we? And then we see a shot of Paris 1943 of the Eiffel Tower. And the doctor says, oh, no. And it looks like Michelle of the Resistance from LOLO is in the background. Yeah. So maybe maybe we have a little uh, bit of, resistance bit of action. action. Um, I was a little bit concerned by that because as far as I know, I mean, doesn't it look like to you that Paris is kind of burning in some sort of way? Well, it was 1943. That would be... Uh, during the Nazi occupation of but Paris, Paris was so... never bombed or attacked in any significant mm. way at any point during true, so the French, true, the, that was the... Hitler's big beef when he was evacuating or leaving Paris that the Nazis didn't set it aflame yeah, exactly, so I'm I, I, either we're in some kind of alternative World War II which seems complicated or they've sort of got mm. it wrong and thought, well, okay, Paris, 1943 it's bound to be on fire 
um, when actually it wasn't fire at all. So we'll just have we'll, we'll see we'll see what that is. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's it's a some kind of alternative mysterious World War Two Paris that we've dropped ourselves into. Right. Yeah, it was hard to tell if those were fires or if that was just uh, street lighting. It was a very quick shot. It was a very quick shot. Maybe they'll fix that in post. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we have the darkened TARDIS with the Doctor sitting against one of the space uh, time crystal things and saying something's coming for me, which I guess is the series arc. Yeah, and presumably then we're meant to imagine it's the Cybermen. That goes, yeah, the beat up, beat up old modern cyber, Cyberman. So, I mean, again, one might imagine we're being told in some ways that there's some kind of Terminator-style plot going on here, where there's an unstoppable mm. Cyberman after the Doctor. I think mm. that's probably misdirection, but you know, that would be a relatively fun episode. Yeah, you, know, you, you got to stop a Cyberman. Yeah, which is quite easy, really. You just throw some gold at it, or <laughs> well, expose it yes, to radiation, yes. or you know mm-hmm. the. Reverse the gravity reverse or the something gravity like so that. Floats, you know, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. they're not that hard to stop. But we get a nice shot of the doctor scrunching up her nose saying, I can feel yes. it. So good, good. Then uh, Ryan staring off in the middle distance outside a warehouse saying, let it come. So obviously those are very connected also good. <laughs> shots of dialogue. Also good, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Yaz says something uh, northern that I can't understand. And then Graham says family inside the TARDIS. And then the doctor slams the handle down on the TARDIS, um, activating bats or birds flying through. I the think ceiling. they're crows. They look like crows to me. Crows. Yeah, okay. Crows. Black crows. Um, you know, we could probably put the subtitles on to find out. I mean, she was mumbling a bit, but um, do we we do really, really care that much? I, I don't know. Do trailers have subtitles? Uh, um, it says closed caption here on my YouTube. Oh, well, do we care that much? Sure. Do we care that much? Yeah, sure. okay. All right. Let me, Um. wait a second. Oh, uh, it's because we're your mates, she says. Because uh, we're your mates. You're, oh, you're really? Okay. Because we're your All mates. Right. And then Graham says family. So. Fair enough. All right. That's what's going on. All right. Yeah, I didn't think of turning on the subtitles. I, I had to do that quite a bit for series 11 for whatever reason. Uh, so it's incomprehensible Sheffield accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then again, we have the doctor... Uh, ducking behind something to avoid energy weapons. And then we get the Vardens materializing, or the Puritan Vardens, I think is what we decided earlier. What yep, those were. we did decide that earlier. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they're trying to get inside the TARDIS, right? Are they the same? I They've got those pointy hats. Hmm. I think they're the same, which probably means they're not Vardens, because yeah. obviously Vardens can get inside anything, especially when they're in their boringly dressed military form. <laughs> Do you think those are the... Same kind of silhouette that those two people in the gas mask and the old 1940s-style fisherman raincoats or rubber suits. I think they are. I think I think these are. I think these are space cleaners of some kind. Mm. Um, that's what I think they are. I've been wondering if those weapons were like uh, Tim Shaw technology or something. Did, did, did they seem familiar to you? They they were kind of weird-looking laser guns. Yeah, I mean. You know, I mean, that's the same kind of line of reasoning where, you know, the Dravins were involved in the war, you know, in the war on Scaro because hmm. a gun's yeah. there, you know. So, yeah. I mean, we're either reusing props or we're resurrecting a crap alien from the previous series. <laughs> so I'm hoping we're, re- we're reusing props. Yeah, I hope uh, Tim Shaw is good and buried and done with Doctor Who forever and ever yeah. and ever. And Big Finish won't even touch him. That That yeah. is my hope. <laughs> Tim Shaw is pretty much the Slitheen. Of um, of, oh, worse se- than of, that. Se- of season eleven, yeah. 
Uh, all right. So it looks like they're shooting at Ryan or Graham who ducks. And then it looks like one of the Puritan Vardens is trying to get into the TARDIS. Yeah. And he's all glowy and red. Yeah. Here he goes. In- indeed. Indeed. And then, and then we get the line of Yaz saying, I don't think anything can get into the TARDIS. And the doctor says, neither did I. But then we had the Kerblam Man. Kerblam Man can get into anything. <laughs> right. Un- unlike, unlike Amazon who just leave my packages randomly strewn <laughs> around the street. <laughs> So there you go. Even in Seattle, even in Seattle, they can't deliver. Oh, no, they can't. There's that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we see the doctor in her purple T-shirt running down the beach in South Africa, followed by a flock of bats or black crows, I think you said. Black crows. I think I think they're crows. They're either crows or it's the return of the uh, of the of the aggressive scarves. (laughs) Um, Ooh. That could be, yeah. yeah. Big black scarves, the scarves of, a prophecy. The scarves have taken have taken all this time <laughs> to, to slowly, slowly drift across the universe mm. Um, mm. to follow the Doctor. And finally, they're here, and they attack. That that makes sense because Chibnall seeded that one pretty, pretty hard in uh, Ghost Monument. So absolutely, oh no, yeah, that would be second episode with the attack of the scarves. They're back the scarves. in South Africa, exactly where the scarves live, sort of a little yes. bit. Yeah, all yep. the yeah. planet they live. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a returning monster that everyone's been clamoring for. I can't wait for the character option figure for those. <laughs> just, just some scarves. <laughs> scale size though oh scale size I mean, but then yeah. you know i mean just imagine your children playing with scarves ah, attack the scarves anyway yeah mm-hmm. attack a... choking hazard there no choking hazard that's true yeah, probably not going to be a toy probably not going to be a toy that's true that is true and then we got a big explosion probably on tattooing there with people being thrown aside yeah yeah and then then a cut to yaz crying and ryan looking sad so yaz is getting a lot of uh, emotional lines and scenes and this might be the extent of all everything you know they packaged it all up this is all yaz is going to get it's all in the trailer if uh series 11 is any indication yeah i mean i I mean hopefully what they're doing here is actually giving yaz something to do so we'll see yeah, it could all be up. It could be all about Yaz this it's season. It's all about Yaz. It's this is Yaz's season. They'll say. Yaz's and then we have season. have a jet flying above the clouds. I assume that's a callback to Clara in the uh, President of Earth's plane. Yep. Though it's a different plane. That, that looks like a seven four seven to me. Okay, a little older plane then. Well, a little, all more contemporary. I mean, it's the 747 is the Air Force One. So I'm thinking this is a bump up. Um, I'm thinking they're either literally on Air Force One and we've got some kind of American American presidential action when you're actually thinking about it makes no sense with the current mm. president. Or yeah. we're making more of a feature of the, um, the importance of the, being the president of Earth. She's now got a bigger, a, a bigger aeroplane. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. That that could be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, What do you think of the whole president of Earth thing? Um, I think um I don't think it's very good. Yeah. I think it's yeah. A, it's I think it's an it's an unnecessary complication in the doctor's relationship with Earth that either has to be, you know, it's explained in when we need it, but then mm-hmm. has to be explained out when we don't. So like why is the president yeah. of Earth like working for MI6? President right. of Earth presumably controls MI6. Right, because it bigs up the doctor too much, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a kind of you know, it's the, it's the other style thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, come on, she's not the president of Earth. Yeah, and then we see uh, Graham bracing, yeah, screaming, and inside the plane. And I guess we're supposed to assume that it perhaps is crashing. Yeah, it's certainly making a pretty radical turn in that mm-hmm. shot. 
Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like the inside of a plane. It looks... No, or a spaceship? It's lit more like the inside of the TARDIS to me. Ooh. Maybe maybe the, maybe the TARDIS is in trouble again. Ooh, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Trouble in the TARDIS. And then the final scene is the Doctor crouched on the ground looking up and once again gasping. So I think there's a lot of gasping going on in Series yeah. 12. Right, right. Yes, we want it to be exciting. Gasping mm-hmm. means excitement. Yeah, well, very good. Goodness, trailer one. Trailer one, done and dusted. Not a lot of uh, story hooks there, I'm thinking. It's hard to get a good sense of what Chibnall has in mind with that. A lot of action, I think. Yeah, and I think even more action in trailer two. Shall we jump right into it? Okay, let's push play right now. Crisis. Big crisis. Serious crisis. Big serious crisis. Kisses. It's quite French, that, isn't it? Who are you, Doc? You don't know me. You're the woman that brought us together. Something's coming for me. We'll be right here, by your side. Let's go. Welcome to the end of your lives. People can save planets or wreck them. I will take everything. Ah, Get away from them! Be the best of humanity. Consider as you hope restored. Fancy a trip in the box? We gotta save the world! Let's roll. Alright. Well, subscribe to the Doctor Who channel there. And uh, let's see, we got It's a Good Day to Save the World by the Danger Twins, which is <laughs> an indie group out of Nashville, according to their webpage. Apparently. Never heard of the Danger Twins. Um, they, they do not have a Wikipedia article, so they are okay. relatively new or obscure. Okay, the old Danger Twins there. So yes, I'm sorry, I can't give you any context on the Danger Twins. <laughs> Songs from 2017. That's the extent of my research for all you oldsters out there like myself. Right, right. right. <laughs> so, um, we got a bit more Spyfall. I yep. Think. Quite a lot more Spyfall. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the first scene of the trailer is opening up the hangar doors, and then the doctor saying, crisis, big crisis, serious crisis, big serious crisis, and then ends it with a phone call in Stephen Fry's office saying, kisses, and then she winks and turns to Yaz saying, quite French, that, isn't it? So, they're definitely going to France. That definitely is supposed to be a French vineyard rather than an, a South African one. I would think so, and, yeah. uh, and all the shippers are gonna like that a little bit with uh yaz and oh, the God, doctor. Are, they, are they supposed to be having some kind of relationship i no. think so i think that is what uh, some shippers are doing so well they will they'll they'll, they'll do anything <laughs> they, really, nowadays. so while while that uh line while the doctor is saying that is playing out we see a very interesting scene with ryan on the floor before a big dais with a glowy device on it looks like it may be metal or stone it has fins on it it's surrounded by golden pyramids i think it's return of the monks uh could be the monks um it's certainly it was like or it could be a really really swanky tardis Ooh, that could be like a tar like a rattleon style you know like a really Ooh, important tardis yeah so Barusa, when you say barusa target or you say return of the monks maybe it could be return of the monk Ooh, that would be uh, that would I fit got, yeah I'm with vineyards 
much doubt it. Um, well, but, but you, you mentioned 1943 with the fires. Maybe the monk is meddling with time. He's certainly a meddling monk. Um, so, uh, or maybe it's a nun. Maybe he he's had the a meddling <laughs> nun. <laughs> the monk has become a nun. Um, everyone, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, could be, could be, could be. Yeah. Um, so that that works. That works really that well. Works very well. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, looks like uh, the, again we have the doctor in an oil refinery or something. Also, uh, she's really doing the magic wand with the Sonic. Yeah, in, in yeah. Bits. I think we're not going to see the end of that. Yeah, we've got that creature coming through the glass again. Mm-hmm. The um, time team, a re, another reuse of the shot of the time team walking up to the the mansion from the vineyards. Uh, right, doctor right. tying her bow tie, stepping out of the TARDIS, scrunching up her nose uh, graham fixing his cuffs and then the doctor looking out out the tardis doors with graham saying a voice over who are you doc and the yeah. doctor says you don't know me oh yeah i don't think that's a reply to graham's question i think it's mm, just cut together but there yeah. you go well then yeah. ryan saying you're the woman who brought us together that's true and then return to that scene of the doctor thinking with the doctor saying something's coming from me yes what could it be is it the Cyberman, or is it something else? It's a whole legion of not my doctor, uh, <laughs> for, former Doctor Who fans. <laughs> former Doctor Who fans. You're a woman now. You're evil. Go away. It's, yeah. it's probably the same person who sold all his big finishes there. That's true. In, uh, in St. Paul. That's true. In, in anger. I'm just done with it. Yes. Yeah, I'm yes. done with it. Yeah. <laughs> but she's outside a rural church. I'm guessing this is, again, shot in... Uh, South Africa, but I'm expecting this is probably from Spyfall or something. That yeah, we're to... I mean, she's got her regular clothes back on again. True. So it's like, Second um, part. I did take a look at the church. The weather looks a little grey to be South Africa. Okay. Um, something's fallen down is and is on fire. Not on fire, yeah. but something's burnt yeah. behind her. I was thinking that maybe that was a wrecked plane. Oh. If this was set in France, World War II time frame, 1943, if this was a wreckage of a plane, maybe? Yeah, there's a big, some big electricity pylons behind. So, oh, well, probably um, not then. Yeah, and the, the church is difficult. It's not, it doesn't look like an English church to me, but mm-hmm. then it, it's, I mean, not like a yeah, Norman, fr- Norman traditional yeah. medieval church. It's yeah. a new church of some kind. So, mm-hmm. bit of a mystery there. Bit of a mm-hmm. mystery there. Yeah. And Graham says, we'll be right by your side, inside, and that it cuts to with uh, Graham inside the TARDIS. And then the we see a, a different camera angle of the doctor slamming down the handle on the TARDIS, and she's saying, let's go. Yeah. And I guess they're going to Tatooine. Back to the Terradome, yes. Yep, and with that big gray lorry truck going right past it. And yep. It's obviously uh, the effect shot that they're very proud of. We're going to see a lot of that. Yep. And then we see the doctor running out of the hangar with private jets behind her. She's uh, waving, pointing her sonic at the, it uh, looks like uh, a, a, a cargo jet with a big, big ramp. And she's being chased after by Ryan. Yeah. I was trying to recognize what plane this is. And I don't, I think this is another effect shot. This isn't an actual plane. And actually they wouldn't have Jodie running after a plane like that. This isn't actually a James Bond movie. So I think that's just a made up plane of some kind. Um, hmm. Very Bondian. Obviously the James Bond is always either running at a, at a plane or running away from a plane. What it reminded me of is in the invasion when Benton 
drove the car up into the ramp of the plane and met the brigadier with an unit for the first time. And that's a, that's a similar ramp. So that, that plane um, in, in Invasion is a C-130 Hercules, which is okay. an um, uh, American plane, obviously, because they're the only people who make planes, um, <laughs> and uh, but heavily used by the British Air Force. Um, this is not the same plane, but it does have a similar vibe to it. That mm-hmm. ramp is, 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 is in some ways very similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then... I don't know if this is Lenny Henry. I didn't recognize the voice, but it says, "Welcome to the end of your lives." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't recognize that as being Lenny Henry. Okay. It could be Lenny Henry. Stephen um, Fry? No, it wouldn't be Stephen Fry. But that's yeah. Where t- well, I don't think. I mean, if they, if we were just doing a standard kind of spy spoof with aliens, I don't think they're going to start off with a. Um, or maybe they will. Maybe it's a season season long arc. Maybe Lenny, Lenny Henry is a kind of you know an evil time lord of some kind. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, who cares? Maybe he's a nun. <laughs> could be a nun. Could be, he, could, he could have started out a nun and become mm-hmm. a monk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't really be. have the monk bearing, though. I think monks can be anything nowadays in our current can they? society. Yeah, I, I suppose. Think they can. Yes, Space yeah. for all. Yes, don't, don't assume. Don't assume <laughs> that you know what I look like if I'm a monk. Uh, all right, she's in a lighthouse. Is it's it a, a lighthouse? lighthouse? It looks okay. like a lighthouse to me. I don't know. Uh, it says that it's Yaz and Ryan with these. It's a strange geometric wallpaper. Yaz again gasps. Ryan cringes, and then the doctor revs her motorcycle. It's a lighthouse. It's got a, like a lighthouse thing in the center of it. So okay, I think it's a lighthouse. all right. Um, motorcycle, yeah, and that again. Um, she's this, there's actually a couple of people behind her on that motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So she's in front. I'm thinking she's chasing after the car that's got Yaz in it maybe or, or ryan or ryan and then there's two people behind her on the motorcycle who are following her and um that's what's going on yeah i'm i'm thinking that's yaz and graham on the motorcycle yeah. and they're trying to rescue ryan yeah, graham's on the back uh, uh, right, right. from from the evil evil lenny henry evil lenny henry and there's the evil lenny henry he's driving what is he uh, wait a second he's in nope he's in the back he's in, he's the, in back. the back somebody else is chauffeuring ryan's driving ryan's turn ryan turned. ryan has kidnapped lenny henry Yes. Ryan has turned evil. <laughs> He's been corrupted by some alien influence. Indeed, he has. He's been taken over by the Vardens. <laughs> it's the only solution. All right. Uh, so then the, we have the voice of the doctor saying, people can save planets or wreck them. And then the alien, which is looks like... Uh, it has kind of the head of Arachnos, but it's clad in radial tires off a car. And has big glowy red earlobes. Hmm. And the alien says, I will take everything. Followed by Nikola Tesla turning around and looking concerned. Yeah. Hmm. She's going to take all of Nikola Tesla's patents and make them her own. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or or him. Um, Don't know. Don't know what's going on there. Yeah. It's weird that she's clad in tires, though. Tire treads. That that was the weird thing about that alien. Oh, let me let me find the picture. Wait a second. There's a spaceship crashing. Oh, she is. Isn't that that's weird? Not, that's just that is weird. That's not. That's just a. That's just her costume, right? It's well, like, I, right. But who wears radial tires? Well, I mean, you know what alien? The Michelin Man. What alien manifests its evilness by turning your hand into bubble wrap? It's you know. Mm. It's. Um, <laughs> It's convenient. It's convenient. <laughs> I'm I'm calling this as um as just a costume choice, not okay. Actually wrapped in tires. Though actually looking more closely at it, they do look kind of like tires. Don't That's they? tire tread there. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's nesting consciousness has suddenly discovered that it also can turn tires rubber into <laughs> into evil. 
The Rubbons. The Rubbons. Doctor Who and the Rubbons. Doctor Who and the Rubbers. <laughs> That'll age well. That'll age well. Exactly. Exactly. The <laughs> evil sentient bits of rubber. All right. Okay. So that's that one. What's next? So then, then we have Yaz screaming inside the airplane, it looks like. It yeah. looks like there's a little loss of cabin pressure. I think that is definitely inside the airplane. Definitely loss of cabin mm-hmm. pressure there. Uh, oxygen masks are descending. Um, and then the Judoon walking through a space corridor. So... Obviously, another cut there. Yeah, do you think that's? I I think that's on the the Jejun spaceship. Mm, that I could be. The Jejun is emerging from its ship. Yep, definitely. Yep. And I don't perceive the Jejun as being bad guys. I space policemen. They're after. They're, yeah, space policemen. I think the Doctor is called to a, you know a Jejun. The Jejun are around. The Doctor has to go in and like, and then it, she finds out that the mm-hmm. Jejun are after a space criminal. Uh-huh. Doctor says, get away from them. Obviously, we're supposed to think the Jadoon. It's not the Jadoon. And then we get a big blue rubber-suited man, monster, smashing down a metal garage door. Yeah, from behind. From behind. Which is weird. Yeah, it didn't look like a very... Well, it looked like a very traditional Doctor Who rubber-suited monster. (laughs) I think think it's the return of the Absorbaloff, only in blue this time. The blue Baloff. The blue Baloff. Yeah, exactly. And uh, blackbirds to the crows flying through the hole in the ceiling, attacking the Doctor, Graham, and Yaz. Here come the crows. Yep. Yep. Attack of the crows. Attack of the crows. The birds. I don't know. Uh, Is there there a good... Well, Cheryl Crow, wasn't she? She is a singer. She sang for a James Bond theme. She did. She did. She did do a a James Bond theme. So maybe that ties in with the whole James Bond bit, a a tribute to Cheryl Crow. Yeah. And then the Doctor saying, be best of humanity. Graham looks incredulous. And then we see the glowy red Varden trying to get into the TARDIS. Yep, yep, with his pointy hat. The Doctor saying something like, consider your hopes restored. Beat up Cybermen. Shot of Yaz gasping. And then this is where I think perhaps the Doctor's trying to get through that skylight or something because she's hitting the floor, a window on the floor, with a glowy green led line on her glove yeah yeah it's certainly that kind of reinforced glass is a kind of you know has a sore feel to it it has a mm-hmm. horror movie feel to it certainly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i think really the only new thing in this we get a little see a little more of the red lobed earlobed alien and then the blue rubber suited monster but everything else seems the rubber ones yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So everything else seems pretty uh, kind of a remix of what we've seen earlier. Not seeing anything new. We've, we're basically getting an enhancement of what we've seen earlier. So again, mm-hmm. I'm calling this as the first, you know, two. Go. We got a two-parter. We got the Tesla. That's another episode. We got Attack of the Rubberon. Well, I'm just calling the Rubberons as being the same as Tesla. We got. A, we've got about four or five episodes here. I think. Do you think there's going to be more than one two-parter then? Could be. I definitely think we have more than one two-parter yeah. with Chibnall yeah. back in charge. Yeah. Probably a season finale two-parter yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So that's... Um, eight stories then. Eight stories, yeah. With six six individual episodes and two two-parters. Yep. I think that's what we're going to do. I would be surprised if they don't do an arc mm. as well of some kind. I think your know, arcs have worked so well in the past. I'd be surprised if there's not some yeah. arc. I mean, I I suspect it'll be the similar kind of half-assed arc, like um, <laughs> like Tim Shaw, where it's mm. like, oh, well, and he's back. Yeah, we never even were worried that he was away. Um, yeah. Um, I I hope not, but because I think, well, I hope not, and maybe not, because I think they've actually, by all accounts, they've sharpened up the kind of writer writer thing this year and can this kind of writer's room concept that Chibnall was working on. 
So we'll see. We will see. We literally, we're only a few weeks away from this. So we'll we see very soon. Yeah. 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 So do you think they're going to work in the timeless child from Ghost Monuments since we, those black crows are probably the scarves? Um, maybe. That was the big, <laughs> the big, uh, uh, thing left hanging. Yeah, so like, timeless what, child. Is, what's the is, timeless child? Is an evil child. Could mm. be, or it could be the doctor. Good doctors could be an. Could be a timeless child. I mm, don't know. Maybe? Judge. It could be the judge child. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. Mm. Probably not. Then no. Mm. Not a lot to work with here. I'm. I'm thinking. Yeah, it's mainly you know we got the music, we got the excitement. Um, mm-hmm. we got the doctor being all friendly and northern. There's yeah. not a lot, not a lot of meat here for us diehard fans to grab onto, which is fine, you know, because it's it, not just for us. You know, there's nothing like that kind of sneak, sneak peek we got of the Mavellans on the trailer for season <laughs> um, season ten. Well, I am looking forward to the Cyberman episode. That Cyberman looks pretty pretty cool with uh, bits of its uh, exterior peeled off and... that's true but i'll have to, i'll have to say the last time chibnall was involved with a single cyberman story <laughs> it was attack of the lady cyberman so um mm. who knows who knows perhaps he didn't write it maybe this is pete mcteague's uh, story uh, could be could be could be. no the, the, the cyber word, does look cool where, where, where cybus industry is really a good thing you know yeah, it's a, yeah every everyone should be upgraded i'm a little bit wary of a of a i mean i think Again, maybe this is just me being old-fashioned. I mean, I think the uh, obviously we've re-established the kind of medical horror of Cybermen, and I think that was very well expressed right. at the end of season ten. But uh, if we get like a Cyberman that's all covered with congealed blood and all that kind of stuff, as this one mm-hmm. sort of appears to be, that's a mm-hmm. little that's a little bit bit too chibnall for me. So, but that's just my taste. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We shall see, I guess. We will definitely see. I mean, I wonder if the, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking that there's going to be another. There's going to be a trailer. There's going to be a trailer over Christmas. Well, if there is, then it, uh, we might have to come back and amend, amend, this, amend podcast. this podcast. Let's, let's, let's hope not, because that will be a challenge given our schedules. But <laughs> anything can happen. Anything can happen, and probably will. All right. And on that note. You've been listening to episode 137 of the Metabulous 2 podcast. We've been going frame by frame over the series 12 trailers. I have been talking with Ben. And I've been talking with David. And uh, I guess new Doctor Who, just a short few days away. It's coming your way. Yes, coming your way. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Good. All right. Um, if uh, I hope you all had a great Christmas. Yeah. And uh, yeah. hopefully it was full of hooey goodness. Hooey goodness. Hooey goodness. Yes. Let's hope so. Goodbye. French that.